Welcome to the Green Heart Living Podcast with your host, Elizabeth Hill. I'm very pleased today to be talking with our author, Paula Shore, author of Beneath the Surface. How are you today, Paula? I'm, I'm great. I'm great. Thanks. How are you doing? I'm doing good. I'm very pleased um, because we had a really cool launch of your book, Beneath the Surface, which is your personal stories of your life um, with your own unique sense of humor, which I enjoy. And um, we had three best-selling categories that, that you landed in. So it's resonating with the public. And um, what inspired you to write the book in the first place? Well, I think I've been a storyteller for, for a while. And I also have a flair for, for some writing. And I got encouragement in college. I first like took a creative writing course in, in college and uh, was encouraged to write. And, and I did write some stories, but no, it was nothing serious. And um, there are certain ev events that resonate in my life that are sort of classic stories. And that mixed with a desire I had to publish. Mm -hmm. And my retirement, <laughs> giving me time. Right, that can help. <laughs> uh, yeah. I kind of found myself, uh, found my way to writing and deciding that I wanted to really pursue um, publishing just, yeah, as a personal achievement and mm -hmm. to share stories um, of my life, which, which, yeah, I tend to write in a humorous kind of self-deprecating way, which is really my favorite kind of humor anyway. Um, and then I think it all kind of paralleled to um, getting more in touch with my lesbian identity. Mm -hmm. I think that there's, you know, if you go through the stories, you can follow it a bit. But uh, that was something that I was thinking about recently after, you know, um, I'm kind of rereading the book now with mm -hmm. um, kind of with a sense more of relaxation and like, what can I get out of this book? Um, so at any rate, I, I've kind of been thinking that, you know, getting more in touch with my identity is like really what all the stories are about but then mm -hmm. into lesbian identity. And I'm kind of happy to um, have a book that I can say, it, it's for everybody, of course, to read, but for lesbian, you know, lesbian readers mm -hmm. who maybe wanna, or maybe might identify with, you know, my own craziness about uh, coming out or, just you know the kind of things that happen to lesbians like like other people you know humor humorous or not so that's a lot of garble for your question but um yeah so I enjoy writing you know when I retired um I didn't have a particular plan of what I was going to do so I I feel like I've fallen into the writing 
and that now I know it sounds corny, but I feel more purpose in like mm-hmm. what projects, what creativity do I want to work on? And now that I've had this experience, which um, has given me more confidence, you know, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it'll be fun to continue. And right. I hope I do. I mean, I am, but I hope I will continue to pursue um, writing my stories. Yeah. So. And and your your stories, there's a lot in there about your identity and finding your identity in all ways. And, you know, growing up 60s, 70s in the environment, in a family and in a, you know, social environment where being a lesbian was just, I think you say, not an option, right? This was not a right. thing. That right. was part of the, the future. You also talk about how it was kind of accepted that you would become a teacher, right? Oh, you yeah. talk, and, and you're like, no, I'm not gonna, you know, that's not the path yeah. for you either. And so um, I think it's, I, what resonated with me a lot is you writing that, how do you go through life in an environment where you know that what the expectations of you are not what feel aligned or right? It's a lot right. that that can resonate with a lot of people. Um, yeah. And um, and I love that you're giving that voice for lesbians in particular, mm. you know, as yeah. they navigate that that coming out process or whatever that looks like, like finding their their identity and coming home in, the, in their own bodies and their own skin. Right. You know, for me, two things come to mind as we're talking right now. One is like when I was back a preteen or maybe an early teen being in a summer camp and you know they would be scheduling activities like dances and I really didn't care about the dances I preferred well I know now to hang out with the counselors that I had crushes on you know but (laughs) I also back then used to have these thoughts that because lesbianism wasn't an option and who even ever thought about it, I just assumed I would be alone my whole life. Like Mm -hmm. I just used to have, I used to like lie out and look in the woods and just have this kind of bittersweet feeling like this is all beautiful, but I know I'm going to be alone because I just don't fit into this one. And you know, what else is there? Mm. And then the other thing is that when I went to grad school, which, you know, as I was explaining in, in the story of Rock and Bad, um, that was such an opportunity for me to rebirth that so much about myself changed by just going into, you know, this more nurturing environment, um, more open environment. I mean, I really was going like from one end of the spectrum to the other, from like working for the man in government to, you know, a graduate school atmosphere where exploration and study of that is is what it's all about. So even in grad school, uh, not only did my self-esteem increase and did I really, you know, you come out more and more is what it is. Um, and now I've lost my train of thought for a minute. <laughs> well, but, it's been- yeah. In context, you know, so you went from, you worked in parole parole yeah. offices, right? Yeah. For, which is very 
I think a right very um, you could not talk about your identity in that space, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. So um, and then shifting to what an experience that would be to go into grad school focusing on social work, where it's yeah exploration is not only expect like it's expected and encouraged, and you talk about one example of you going in to get permission for your um, like approval for a project you're working yeah. on, right? Yeah. And you being nervous to tell the the project um, you know overseer that you that you're a lesbian, right? That it and and that this coming out in that space, that professional space, and and being yeah. fully you know open to that, like I it's. Um, what that made possible for you is so cool, right? That you yeah. were able to, you know, first of all, push through that and actually right. find a place where you could feel more fully open about who you are. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. There was a lot of, I guess for me, it was like new testing, testing of the environment, you know? But, but and I remember what I was thinking before. It, it wasn't only coming out more as a lesbian, but it was also just happened to be a lot of um, my role in the family. I felt like I changed it because I always felt like as I was growing up and as you were mentioning before, you know, you will be a teacher like Aunt Esther or whatever. Um, yeah, as I was growing up, I was given very kind of like, this is what you'll be. This is what you'll do. This is how you act you know, and I truly expected, and at one point when I was young, felt like I would be happy to be become the matriarch of the family eventually. Like my grandmother, you know, she led the the prayers at the holidays and there, you know, there was something about, something about her position that was appealing to me. I mean, that's what I had to learn in my family. You know, this is what a woman becomes and this is, and, but you know, somewhere in my mid thirties, I just, and it was grad school time. I just didn't want to take on the responsibilities anymore. So it, the funny thing now is <laughs> my sister, who's three and a half years younger than I is, I call her, you know, little mommy because it, it kind of happened naturally, but she sort of took over mm -hmm. and even now she kind of and, and this isn't entirely true but she kind of calls the family together and you know mm -hmm. the dinners are at this house and and all of that so um i just finally just i mean i feel like i had to relive my adolescence a bit in grad school mm -hmm. was, it's okay <laughs> but yeah. uh yeah yeah, that's interesting. And yeah, and so that can happen, right? Because you do, if you aren't able to um, really be fully yourself or be open about it, like you, yeah. you miss some of those, um, those growing up pieces until right. you feel safe in an environment where you actually can, right? Be right. In space. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It sort of felt like I got younger. And so uh, at that point, <laughs> <laughs> um, can you tell us about your alter ego, please, a little bit? My alter ego, rock and bad. Yes. Yeah. Rock yeah, and rock bad and bad. Okay, so <laughs> is, um, 
apparently I was born a performer. I I just know that um I mean not too too young, but there's this uh film my father took where they would put me on top of the washing machine and I would sing and dance, you know, for the family. So there's always that and I and I loved it. My my dad used to also play piano and um we would make up songs together. Like he would just play like dun 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 dun, dun and I would just make up songs and Oh, I love that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so they supported me as a performer. And yes. um I guess but I guess it was pretty much in college that, you know, I got involved in some bands and you know, one band led to another. And then I'm just, I don't quite know. Well, I I do know why Rock and Bad Paula came to, you know, it was I I'm musically inclined and I love rhythm. And something about rapping was very appealing to me. And yep. I mean, I don't love all rap music, but you know, it's pretty catchy. So um that was just this idea I came up with, like with with our band, um, because I wasn't the leader of the band, but I was pretty much the front person. So um, I just thought this would be, you know, fantastic to open up with a rap song, um, you know, the first time I performed it. Um, but, you know, and Rockin' Bad, she's although secretly, yes, she is me, but she's not shy. She's brash. She likes to look, even though she isn't tough, really, but she likes to look tough. She likes to look cool and likes to think of herself as um, appealing and flirtatious and, um, and strong, you know, strong in as many ways as you could be strong she's a fantasy and she she comes to life i mean every so often now she's yeah <laughs> comes back to life <laughs> for those that are lucky enough to catch the glimpse yeah. so um yeah though i don't know if now we we call her rock and bad crone paula but it's okay <laughs> rock and bad yeah so it, it was funny because I would perform and then out in the world, you know, people would come up and say, rock and bad. I'd be like, oh, wow, that's, <laughs> oh, you know me. Oh, I'm so nervous. No, I'm not. <laughs> so yeah, she's the alter ego and she likes to think of herself as a little more perhaps streetwise or I don't know. So cool. Yeah. I love in, in your book, how you talk about these different aspects of yourself, mm. because sometimes, you know, there's so many different parts of who, who you are, they make up who you are. And sometimes, I don't know, sometimes I feel like that too. Like there's a lot of different parts and they're all moving and how do they come into one whole person, right? Like how, yeah. how do, they, how do, um, and I like that you really show that in your book. And I know, you know, they are, um, shorter stories right yeah. so we're getting this little glimpse into right. your life but i i love how you demonstrate that yes you can be all of these things yeah all, right? all you got to do is put on some sunglasses <laughs> in the world that's is, the trick <laughs> i can't see you so it's safe yeah anything else you want to share about 
I don't know, any tips for people writing their stories or um, mm. putting their story out there? Well, I mean, I do, I encourage people to, to write about things that really have impacted them, what, whatever, whatever mm -hmm. it may be. I mean, you know, one thing I have to say, I'm just throwing this in. One thing I learned in eighth grade was grammar. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I had a great, uh, no, I, I hated English in eighth grade, but you know, it's like, it hits me now. Like, wow, you were lucky that you had Mrs. Kleinhans back in eighth grade because she was, she really drove you crazy with it. But I really believe anybody, anybody can write. Right. And, and it's not about fancy words and, and, and all that stuff. It's, it's about, you know, well, if you're into writing, um, let's say nonfiction like me, then you know, just write it as it happened and and just pour over it and anything that comes to mind that you feel about it, you know, write it. And, you know, I, that's how I feel about writing. You know, I have plenty of friends who I think would, you know, could write stories that, that people would love. It's a matter of actually, of course, making time to do it mm -hmm. and and how does one do that um i don't know i often put it off put it off put it off but then when i actually get involved i kind of love it so it'll take me you know oh i'll wash the dishes first or i'll you know put the clothes away first and then come and you know like really right. almost approaching it almost like a term paper no that's not <laughs> but right. when i actually wait i forget i like this i forget yeah, right. Right, right. <laughs> oh i enjoy this <laughs> right 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 this will bring me pleasure yes uh, yeah but um no it's once i find once i start writing you know hours can go by mm -hmm. um there's other times that I can just get stuck over one phrase and hours can go by. <laughs> right. <laughs> but um right. Yeah, I just think our experiences I I like other people's stories. So I learn from people's experiences. So that, you know, I'm all for um people sharing that if they mm -hmm. want to. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, th thank you so much for doing that, right? Pushing through all the, you know, the dishes that called and all the other things yeah, that, yeah. That, that there's so many distractions in life to focusing in on get and getting these stories written and shared because yeah. I know they're going to support other people. They're enjoyable to read. All of them are enjoyable to read and also can help people that are going through um, things and changes in their life. And so thank you for being willing to tell your story okay. and uh, You're welcome. taking time with me today to talk as well. Thank you for all you've done to promote my book. Thank you. It was a joy. It is a joy. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Take care. Okay. You too. Bye. To find out more about Green Heart Living, visit us on our website at www.greenheartliving.com and follow us on Facebook 
at facebook.com slash greenheartliving.